Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Testies. Testies. One, two, three. I don't know shit about fuck. Are you fucking Canadian? I like sucking. Come on, man. Legit bad. He has a legit bad. Hello, welcome to Legit Bat. Let me turn off this intro. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm Joe. Jen's with me. Ben's over there and he's working great. It's smooth. I can hear him. He doesn't look all twitchy and tweaked out. It's great. I mean, well, more twitchy and tweaked out than usual. What's up, buddy? Well, like I said, it's definitely my computer because this one is in right next to it. And uh, yeah, this one's working great. It's amazing. I'm actually super happy about whatever setup you have right now because we can hear you and then you can respond and there, we don't have to count to five the before ca- we all The camera talk. looks great. I can see every hair in your beard. It's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, you should keep using this. I didn't even know you had an option to use a different computer. This is great. <clears throat> I still have spit in my uh, lungs from inhaling spit on the last show, so <laughs> bear with me. I might have to take an inhaler puff later. We got Chris Matthew from Forbidden Knowledge News. Uh, if you listen to this show, I know you know who he is because, well, we've had him on several times. Kind of runs in the same circles as we do. What's your background noise going on there, dude? Is that Ben's? I have, I have background noise? Me? I think it might have been Ben's. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, what's up, dude? How's it going? Introduce uh, I'm doing excellent. Thank you guys for having me on yet again. Always an uh, excellent time coming on. Uh, I'm Chris Matthew, Forbidden Knowledge News. You can find me on all podcast platforms. Uh, we're on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, and we talk about some crazy shit and conspiracies and paranormal and all kind of good stuff. Hell yeah, you, you cover probably a wider range of shit than we do. Uh, oh, Chris also has a couple of other shows, Day Zero and uh, Forbidden Hangout. Well, that's kind of Corey's deal, I guess. But Day Zero, yeah, it's all kind of offshoots from the Forbidden, uh, the Forbidden Network, uh, Forbidden Knowledge Network. Shit, I don't even know the name of my own shit. Uh, but yeah, we just started um, kind of throwing out new shows because uh, honestly, it's fun and it brings us revenue. So. You know, we got yeah, a few I mean, shows. This is your job. Why the fuck not? Do as many as you yeah. can. Hell yeah, exactly. Good stuff. But yeah, day zero. We've been meaning to come back on day zero. I just, every Sunday is just a different 
shit show of things. Sunday's hard, hard, man. It's even hard for me. I had to miss day zero today, but uh, we try and make it happen every Sunday. I know Corey's. Yes, uh, I always hard. listen to it. Yeah, I always listen to it uh, the next day. Listen to Charlie and Lindsay and all those. Well, X Cube cracked me up last week talking about how to stab people correctly. And, <laughs> oh my god, it was great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we have a great mix of people on there. Um, we're, I'm just waiting for the day we're completely kicked off because it can be a little uh, offensive and edgy sometimes. But you know, well, I, we do what we do. You guys don't put pictures of mature avocados up there. <laughs> anybody who doesn't know, take your safe search off and search mature avocado. You will not be disappointed. And by that mean, I mean you'll be very shocked at what that means. Yeah. Depends on what you're looking for. You could be <laughs> gladly surprised and very excited, or you might be very surprised and horrified you might have a new thing yeah our premium audience now knows what it is and i'm think they enjoy it they go look for some some uh, avocados all the time (laughs) i just wanted to see what the tree would look like god damn it yeah i didn't know my safe search was turned off i've never turned it on or off i didn't even know where to find that i thought it was just always off like i did too anyway mine wasn't so we uh, scheduled you on a month or two ago because you are doing a documentary. And just so tell us about that, what your plans for that is and what you uh, hope to accomplish with that. Oh, man, this is going to be like a culmination of all the work I've been doing with this show. Uh, it actually came to me during a uh, psilocybin experience to do this, uh, along with many other epiphanies I've had throughout the years. But what me and my girlfriend October and Corey and Ryder and a few other people in the uh, Forbidden Knowledge Network crew, we decided that we are going to produce a not only a documentary but a docu series because it's going to have it's going to be huge. It's going to it's going to cover all the topics that I talk about from paranormal, ufology, spirituality, conspiracies, historical conspiracies. Um, ancient civilizations. I'm talking everything that I've ever covered throughout the years. We're going to have a section for it in this docu series, and I have a feeling it's just going to be going be do uh be an ongoing thing that we're doing, just like the podcast. It's just going to be probably an ongoing docu series on top of that. Uh, we've already got some some bangers lined up for it. Uh, Billy Carson, Matt Lacroix, probably Randall Carlson is going to pop in there. We're going to be traveling across the United States. We're going to be interviewing these people live. We're going to be going, you know, wherever they want to meet us and sit down and talk with them. And we're going to be talking to fellow podcasters and historians and researchers and like people I've had on my show. It's going to be amazing. And uh, we're hoping to hit the road in June. We're getting a pop-up trailer. We already got all our camera equipment and everything. and yeah, we uh, we're actually hoping to uh, interview like uh, witnesses to strange phenomena. We're going to be hitting Skinwalker Ranch. We actually have access to the back of Skinwalker Ranch. We'll be staying out there. Uh, we're going to be going to, oh, of course, crazy. Roswell. Um, yeah, uh, Dealey Plaza for the JFK assassination. Hitting Shasta. Uh, we're going to be, you know, basically going to the west up to the northwest, across to the northeast, back down to the the dick of the United States where we're just speaking about Florida. And, you know, 
across the south and back up to our, our uh, southwest area where we are in Colorado. And we hope to hit like as many paranormal and crazy hotspots as possible. Talk to some of the audience, some of you guys. Uh, we're definitely going to be coming out to California. So so you some bitches going to be in it. Uh, yeah. And man, it's going to be great. Like I said, I, I have a feeling it's just going to be I'll be doing the podcast and this docuseries. Uh, you know, and release a few episodes here and there. Uh, we're hoping to have it picked up by somebody other than, you know, just put, we're not going to just put it on YouTube, but uh, we'll see how that goes. And uh, we're just going to kind of start production and just doing our thing like I did with this podcast. And hopefully the universe likes what we're doing and helps us float it along the way. You know, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. So are you doing all the production yourself? Camera work, post editing, all that shit. I imagine you'd be doing that because I don't see you paying somebody to do that. No, yeah, I'm, uh, me and Corey and and Ryder basically are going to be doing all that post production. I'm going to be doing most of the camera work. October is going to be doing some camera work, and uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's just us. We we're not going to uh, hire anybody out, and uh, can't afford to anyway. So. Right. Yeah. No, it's a true indie effort. Uh, and you said you're going to Daily Plaza for uh, the JFK thing. Mm. Uh, get ready because uh, Corey's going to be walking around with a massive erection. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know. Every time I mention it, I can feel it like through the air. He's getting boners and stuff. So <laughs> he's getting air boners. Yeah. See, I don't I don't know how the, the travel part's going to. I think it for the most part, it's just going to be October and I traveling and uh Corey and Ryder will do like post-production work when we get back uh just to keep it as simple as possible October and I travel film get the interviews and then come back uh and produce a little bit and then we'll probably take another trip within a couple of months uh and get some more done so yeah it's just going to be an ongoing badass thing how did you get access to the back of Skinwalker Ranch? Uh, I, I'm not going to uh, mention any names because I don't want to put it out there that this is possible. But I do have a friend. He's been on the show a few times that is involved with the ranch. And uh, he's, in, you know, I, I invited him to be in the documentary. And he said that we can gladly stay on the back of his property uh, while we're doing our filming. So it's going to be good. And uh, there's a new kind of paranormal hotspot. I don't know if you guys heard of the Meadow. It's in Alabama. It's similar to the Skinwalker Ranch. This is the one. Did I tell you about the uh, the Black Cube story in the middle of the field where the, the no. people walk? Okay. All right. So in Alabama, there is a, a paranormal hotspot similar to Skinwalker Ranch. They have a paranormal team that's out there investigating it. They're filming it. And these guys are professionals. Uh, they are former military, uh, very uh, elite. I forget what branch that they're in, but uh, these guys are legit. And they have a team out there. And one one day, this is a pretty like rural area. They have an open field uh, along with everything that they're uh, – every all the other landscape that they're – they have around there, they have forest and they have this big open meadow and they sent out a team of investigators because on the infrared camera they had out there, this black cube manifested. It was like 20 foot long by 20 foot high by 20. It was just massive. And it, it looked like a massive black cube that emerged on the camera and they sent some people out to look at it. And when they went out there to, to, to go see it, they disappeared into it. And they said, like, it got colder when they walked in. 
They said they had like picker bushes around them that weren't even there. And they had to backtrack to, to find their way out. It was crazy. And you could see on the infrared camera, they were like, you could see their heat signatures and then it disappears into this black cube. And when they walked out, the black cube just disappeared. It was insane. They didn't say what if there's anything in there? Well, they, they couldn't see anything. It was pitch black. Once they walked in, they just felt like weird picker bushes around them. The temperature dropped and they couldn't see anything. They were trying to find their way out. And I saw the infrared camera version of this at a UFO conference that they were showing us this. It was very insane. But uh, yeah. That? What's that? Yeah, Alabama. Yeah. The meadow in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can find a picture of this thing. If you look up Trey Hudson, he is the lead investigator. I don't know. Oh, no, you're not going to be able to find it. This was a uh, this was a private investigation video that they played for the, uh, the people attending the UFO conference. But it was absolutely insane, man. This black cube was huge. And as soon as they, like, exited it, you could see it just kind of fade into nothing. Okay, so I see a uh, – it looks like a book. Yeah, Trey Hudson. The Meadow Project. The Meadow Project on uh, mm-hmm. Amazon. Oh, yeah, outside. check that out. Like you said. I think they're making a little docuseries about that as well. That should be coming out soon. Weird. Yeah, but we're definitely going to be heading there. That's another place of high strangeness. That'll be awesome. Yeah, man. So this is going to be a lot of traveling, though. I mean, I know you're probably down for it. Get the fuck out of Colorado for a while and just hang out. with. Yeah, and we were just going to kind of make it a one massive trip. But now it's we decide it's probably just better to split it off into several smaller trips and do um, release multiple, multiple episodes. And you know, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just it. It's too much information, too many topics, too many people, too much traveling to try and make it like a documentary, just one one shot thing. And uh, it something tells me it's just going to be something ongoing. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. And with all of that information, like you were saying, it's better. You'll remember those interactions and those experiences so much more and be able to edit and produce it the way you want to by putting it out in short bursts rather than trying to remember it all from beginning to end. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're, we have all of our stuff ready. We have, like I said, we already have the equipment. We have all the lighting. We just need to grab our pop-up trailer and we are asking the audience, uh, if you would like to help us out with this because gas is fucking ridiculous. Um, if you would like to help us out in any way, we are accepting donations. You can go to supportfkn.com. Uh, I'm going to send you guys a PayPal link that you can put in the description if you don't mind for me as well. Uh, But, yeah, if you guys want to help out in any way, anything is greatly appreciated. And when you go to supportfkn.com and you make a donation of $5, you get access to Corey Hughes' ongoing research that he's putting into his new book about the JFK assassination. And there's some badass stuff on there. So uh, anything is greatly appreciated. Um, It's just going to be really tough with the gas prices right now. We're going to make it work because this is something, you know, this is something I feel that I have to do. And once I say I'm going to do something, I just I have to finish it for sure. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fuck yeah. Well, it'll, I'm sure it'll work out. You've got a, a good idea and, you know, that's going to attract people to you and uh, supporting you and all that stuff. So I, I have no doubts it's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah, what are some other places you guys are going? So the Meadows one. And well, then- uh, we got surprises on there. We can't give away a lot of stuff. I can tell you we're going Roswell, Skinwalker Ranch, Meadow. We're going to hit Mount Shasta. There's a, a couple of places in the northeast uh, I can't think of right now. Chaco Canyon. Um, we're going to – there's a couple of places in Florida we're going to. You can't – we can't mention Louisiana. Uh, I'd like to make a lot, uh, as much of it, a surprise as possible. Some of the locations that we're going to, um, and it's just going to be—it's going to be very different. It's not going to be your your regular docu series where, you know, they they give you the known facts about the whatever topic or conspiracy, and they may do a few interviews with locals and so-called experts. Uh, I mean, we're going to get out there. We're going to get who are considered experts but people have differing opinions on it and a lot of the people that uh, i talk to on my show that can give their own expertise on it uh as well as uh, fellow podcasters and new people that have been doing this more recently but man i'm so excited as well about all the the, the new podcasts that are coming out like i remember a couple of years ago we didn't have much of a choice even like two or three years ago, we had a few really good, like, uh, conspiracy type podcasts out there. You guys had just emerged. And now it's like, there's, there's people doing some legit research and putting their podcasts out there. And I have like five or six podcasts I listen to on a daily basis, but that's kind of off topic, but that, that, that's a good, uh, that's a good sign for me saying where, uh, where our entertainment is going, you know? Yeah, well, that's great though. And every time somebody's like, "Oh, there's too many podcasts out there already," I'm like, "No, there's not," because everybody likes yeah. their own thing. They like their own style. Some people like there's some shows I would listen to that I'm like, I don't really like their like format or their presentation or whatever, but I love what they're talking about. Then there's other mm. people who don't do any research like us, and people listen just because they like the format or whatever, whatever the fuck you call well, it. Because so. we have people on who have done the research, right? There's that we too. Do. But, but I like having people on who have another show too because it gives us a chance to listen to their show and see what they're doing. And almost every single show that we've listened to when we've had people on is amazing. Like they're doing a good job. Mm. Everyone's doing a great job. There's no reason to say there's too many podcasts out there or whatever. Like there's no reason to, there's no competition. It's all just fun. No, I think this is the new uh, form of entertainment. People aren't watching movies anymore. You, you saw the latest Netflix numbers. You saw how much that's tanking. Hollywood isn't the same. They're, they're not even trying to make quality come out of Hollywood. They don't try and find good actors. They don't try and make quality films that are actually entertaining. It's all about the underlying agendas behind it that they're trying to push through. Hell, it's not even about the money anymore for Hollywood or the entertainment industry. It's about whatever uh, vaccine monkeypox woke agenda that they want to put forward in the background of whatever movie or TV show. And people don't want to see it. They, you know, people are ready for real entertainment. They're ready for truth. They're ready for people who are genuine and people that are given their honest, genuine thoughts and opinions and research on things. 
instead of the status quo bullshit that we are, like everybody else is learning, is complete bullshit these days. From our education to our history to our science, I mean, it's it's pretty uh, pretty insane the level of deceit that we've been subject to our entire lives. But people are coming around, and that's where this whole revolution in entertainment is coming in because people want to be not only genuinely entertained, but they want it real, and they want to actually find some or learn something from what they're listening to, you know? Yeah, well, speaking of Netflix bullshit, we were uh, scrolling through that the other day and found this animated show called Inside Job, and I just watched the trailer because <laughs> I'm like, I got I to gotta see what this is about. And it's basically uh, just... I haven't watched it, so I couldn't say. I, I've seen the whole thing. Yes, uh, it, it's entertaining. It is for sure, and I'm it's sorry. just it's a mishmash of conspiracies put into a cartoon. We yeah. watched the first episode. We watched almost all of the first episode, and I was like, they're basically like a, a three-letter kind of Illuminati agency that yeah. controls the world, and. Uh, <laughs> God, babe, we watched the first episode and Joe does not remember. When? Last like, night? Or? <laughs> oh, it was like two nights ago. The dot, the chick, she's like, come on, dad. And the dad is like, yeah, conspiracies. And he's like, all drunk and stuff, right? Yeah, um, yeah. The second and third episode oh get really God. good. You got the moon landing and then they get on reptilians and reptilian orgies. It's pretty funny. Yeah, oh she like God. yells at people. She's like, get off the moon landing set. You're not allowed to be there. Oh, okay. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And then I stopped partway through. I was like, ah, all right, let's go back to watching whatever show we were watching. Like, this is cool, but I think it's just going to go down some weird path. Like, obviously, there's some sort of agenda, and that's why it's out. Yeah, there is. And have you seen The Pentaverate with Mike Myers? No, that's okay. on the list, too. That's another one. That's another one. Now, man, I don't know what's up with those types of movies lately. They have been a, uh, had a few blatant, like, showing you what's up type movies for uh, in the past couple of years. That uh, Inside Job and then the Pentaveret straight up is, like, hardcore conspiracies throughout the whole movie. The Pentaveret's about a secret society. Mike Myers plays, like, five different characters in a secret society. It's pretty damn funny. But... With these things, they're going to you know, bring you the humor, and they'll bring you the truth, but that combination, it, it puts people in a state of mind like, oh, this is it's, – it's fake. It's Hollywood. It's BS. Right. No, this could possibly be real, and I think at the same time, they're getting a jab at ups, people who are looking at this stuff seriously, and yeah. you know, like, uh, once we put this out, trying to uh, talk about all this shit, you know? Uh, it's so it, it's the same yeah, thing. It discredits us, yeah. Uh, with like men in black and that kind of stuff where they put out this, like the stories of men in black came out. So they make a couple movies about it and make it look fucking retarded and silly. And so that anytime somebody talks about it, they're like, yeah, that was a movie, dude, you're stupid. Like, but the fact that they even have to do that shows that we're making a difference. Like us in this community, other people in the world who just didn't go along with the narrative or said, fuck off. That obviously made enough of an impact where they're like, we have to counter this. So this is a counter on their end. And to me, that's a win on our end. Like, okay, well, you went through a lot of effort to have to do that. Sorry. No, you're right. And uh, the the counter effort, like you said, that we're seeing right now, it is so watered down and so wasted that no one is even batting an eye to this. I mean, monkeypox? People are like, no. You know, it's no one. No one cares at all about any type of health situation that they're going to talk about. Uh, anything that's going to come out that they're going to say is a pandemic or uh, something that is um, 
transmissible or any way. People don't care anymore. We we need an alien invasion. We need something different to get people to care. I mean, they better do a really good job too in the production because uh, it's, it better not be um, something that people will see through. We got to have real probes, real aliens coming down and stick them in their butts. I mean, this this has to be a legit invasion. But yeah, people don't, aren't paying attention to the regular shit anymore. Uh, where, do you, where do you fall on that though? With like. <laughs> Blue beam, or like, because I know you talk about aliens a lot, and we've talked about it several times, but I, I don't know what to think about it anymore. Is it all just uh, my lab stuff? Is it all just Man, I, like I, when it comes to all that stuff? First of all, I know we're uh, at least a 50 to 100, probably a lot more. Our technology that that is in those elite circles is way ahead than we'll ever be known. Uh, I'd say 50 to 100, probably maybe 200 to 300 years ahead from some of the stuff I've heard. It, it's pretty, uh, pretty fantastical. But that being said, I don't think that the uh, – I, I think that most of the UFOs we see, I think most of the lights we see in the sky are ours or military or drones. And I'm not sure if it's all for purposes of – War or or combat or defense. I'm sure there's many different purposes to what they're doing with these reverse engineered craft or even just engineered. I'm not 100% sure that aliens gave us this technology. Uh, but I do know that they have they've launched hundreds and hundreds of satellites just in the past couple of years. I know that they're trying to ramp up the whole aliens are a threat and then uh, showing us all these different drones and fake UFOs that our government has. And I think even the, the door on Mars that just recently came out, because I don't even yeah. I don't think we have anything on Mars. I think that's pictures of a D Devon Island, Canada. That's been Photoshopped to look like Mars, but that's just me, uh, you know, st showing us things like this, like, Oh, it's a doorway, but they actually put it out in the media and yes, UFOs are real. And we have this new um, Pentagon group that's investigating it. And, I think they're pushing us towards a certain direction with this to where definitely they're pushing it as a threat and it would be easy if they have a, a global invasion uh, to, to bring the people together. If, if it's believable enough, if they have the technology to do it, if they can really make people think that the whole planet is under the threat of an alien invasion, that would, you know, that would bring people together. But not only that, it would make people very controllable, and they would listen to everything the government tells you to do. Yeah. So I, I would, you know, I think I would enjoy that more. It'd be more entertaining than these pandemics and shit like that, and even World War Three in Russia. You know, bring on something that's gonna really strike fear to the hearts of people. Well, I was gonna say they're up in the ante because they don't. They know that the standard status quo things to really scare us after so many have fallen apart flat on its face so fast that now they're like, Oh shit, we need something big and we need to be able to produce it correctly. I think that all of the movie titles that are coming out featuring these conspiracies, alien invasions, things of that nature is exactly the same thing as uh, releasing men in black, the matrix. It's, it's, it's a uh, thought seating. Everybody like Jen, Jen's talked about it a lot is it's just the idea that it's out there. They put it in a movie so that it's at least this thought of, Oh, that's, that's weird. I hadn't thought about that. Now you have whether or not 
they put a bias on it one way or the other. It's the oh. idea that now it's in your head and you can't get rid of it. Now it's something that you're thinking of. And so the next time you see something similar or the next time something comes out that uh, embellishes it or anything of that, now it's like, oh, okay, now it's normal. Now you're starting to see it more. Now it's normal. Now the big one comes and you're like, ah, oh, we fucking knew it. They were saying, like they've been talking about aliens even in black and white pictures, uh, you know, 60, 70, almost 80 years ago. It has been there for so long. Um, I did, you know, I, I knew what you were talking about with the uh, the kind of tech that they have, regardless of whether it's reverse engineered or just engineered. Um, but I do have this suspicion that um, if our first and the world's first, you know, quote unquote, first fifth generation aircraft, the F-22 Raptor, uh, was finalized in 1988, 1989, and is still considered the leading tech of fifth generation fighters. That was 33, 34 years ago. And prior to that, you have the SR-71 Blackbird, the B-2 Spirit, Flying Wing, and the F-117 Nighthawk coming directly out of the 60s, which is also when you have the supposed moon landing. I think a lot of that was reverse engineered because you're talking less than 20 years after World War II, which, as you would know from, you know, your partner, like everything from 1945 to 1951 to 53, like everything fucking changed. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I generally think that the start of that was around that time. You see a huge different social climate between governments, world governments and societies. And now all of a sudden you have all of these things that are coming out that were considered sci-fi, nothing that was ever going to happen. And boom, it's in your face. Everything starts exploding over the next 50 years. And uh, I do think that a lot of it would be reverse engineering, but I think that it used it as tools to create the engineering. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I think I think you're onto something there. That was a critical time for our technology, and I'm starting to look at the theories out there that um, Alan Parson, um, L. Ron Hubbard, the kind of rituals that they were doing, uh, trying to um, summon different entities uh, from different dimensions, and they were involved with uh, rocketry and you know the the dawning of NASA. This was all happening around that time. It makes me wonder if maybe it's not like aliens from different planets that they were getting in touch with or contact with, but more of a ritualistic type of spiritual or I don't say demonic, but uh, interdimensional entities that gave them the information for this technology. And I think it's very plausible, especially during that time with all the shit that they were doing and those rituals that were kind of going on, uh, that it might make sense that that could be a possibility. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, sure. It, I think we've said this before, but it's almost like everything where we've ever been told and anything we've ever been shown has been skewed at least, if not outright lies, but definitely skewed 
like everything. I mean, history is another thing. Like Corey can go off for days on history, and that's that one's so much harder though to to prove out because we weren't there, and all we have is the documents from people who won the wars and you know all this stuff. But there's enough inconsistencies inconsistencies up to at least question it. So these people out there aren't even like, no, no, don't even question it. It's like, look at it though. Look at the fucking things. But aliens would bring us together. So like what Ben was saying, like having it seated out there, like you were saying, I said that or whatever, but I, I don't even remember ever saying that. But anyway, I think that aliens would bring people together. But what did COVID do? It literally divided people. You were like told to stay in your house, stay away from people. And all people wanted to do, even if they got vaccinated and wore a mask, most people really did deep down want to be around other people. That's what people want to do. So an alien invasion after something like COVID, that if the government, especially like you were saying, Chris, if the government says, get together, let's rally together, let's do this together, everyone's going to be like, like a wave and go for it. And that's the scariest fucking thing to me. And we're going to be sitting here going, wait, what? Yeah, they're going <laughs> to get us all in a little cattle herd thing and be like, Bye. You know, one of the reasons my views and thoughts and theories on extraterrestrials and aliens has changed so drastically over the past just couple of years, one, for, from my own personal experience with it, and two, from what the government's trying to portray it as. Uh, and three, the shady, nefarious characters that are coming into the UFO community trying to get us to think some things uh, that are farmer intelligence and military. Uh, but though, the combination of those three things has, you know, got me thinking completely different about the, the UFO phenomenon. I don't believe these are really physical beings coming from different planets. Maybe they are physical on dim some different realm. Uh, I'm, I question the whole model of space. I don't think the earth is flat, but I definitely don't think we are in uh, the traditional model that they're trying to tell us. And every lie that they've told us in combination with COVID and everything else that's happened and all the revelations we've had, why would you trust anything these guys are saying about aliens uh, and, and beings coming from the sky? And if they portray it as a threat, if they portray it as a physical phenomenon that that's actually these little blip blops and, and uh, tin cans floating around in the sky, I'm not going to believe it. I'm going to go against whatever they're telling me. But then again, is it like a double double? Is it that? And they want us to think it's not that. So, they, you know, is it layers upon layers of deceit? When they're trying to portray it as one thing, but it's really not that. But then again, it really is that if you look deeper. I don't know. It's all fucked up, though. <laughs> I think the best thing to do is just not care. You don't care what the outcome is. It doesn't it's matter. Right. No, you're right. Yeah, 100%. It really doesn't. So if if they, so I was thinking with COVID, <clears throat> they're, they convinced so many people to not give a fuck, like you were saying earlier, Chris, about, about any sort of medical advice. <clears throat> so anything they say, like monkeypox, people are like, fuck off. Who even cares? Even the news is like, it's not that big of a deal. It's like chicken pox on your hands, like whatever. Don't lick the pus. But that's great. Fine. But that could definitely be a gateway for them to release something onto unsuspecting people that is very, very serious. But if you don't fucking care and we just die at the end of the day, everyone knows I'm woo-woo about shit. We just go back to the source and we get to start over. So if you just think like that, like who fucking cares? No, matter. I'm a hundred percent with you on that one. There's nothing to worry about. Like we're on our uh, different timelines right now. And there's people on the super fear timeline and 
people who just aren't participating and don't care and their lives are great, man. They just, they're living life because they're not participating in the fear and, and, and all the bullshit. But I want to go a little woo woo er and go back to, you said the, the monkey pox and this is emerging right now. I think it's emerging very oddly um, around, around the time that uh, the first wave of vaccinations might be having some sort of effects on people. Um, there's theories out there right now. There's people saying that the monkeypox is kind of a manifestation of one of the effects that's possible from these experimental RNA injections. Uh, along with the possibility that not only can monkeypox be possible, but any disease or ailment or whatever they feel like giving you or they portray in the news. Next, it's going to be, you know, penis pox, whatever it is, they're going to press the penis pox button and you got penis pox. So I don't know, man. That's hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you don't know they haven't already pushed that. You don't know who's had it. Okay. It's sensitive crowd here. Okay. <laughs> I think AIDS was penis pox. Yeah. Oh. Well, AIDS is part of it too. They hit the AIDS button. You get the AIDS. They you know? put the AIDS in the vaccine. It's like the first two fucking ingredients, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty oh, nefarious. Yes, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I think that they, this is all possible that people walking around that have gotten these jabs are like taking time bobs for diseases and just death. Uh, and it, I'm just very cautious of it and I'm going to stay wary and I'm, I'm just going to say uh, that I would keep an eye out in the next couple of years for everyone who's taken it and see where they're at then. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, it, yeah. it brings me back to something that Jen brought up like a year ago that was like, if these uh, jabbies are meant to kill people or at least slowly, you know, call the herd, why would they want to do that to the most obedient uh, people ever? Oh, yeah. Like, and that would only leave us people that are like, fuck you, we're not. There's a double double. That's the theory that they want to to evolve the smartest and the best people and call the herd the idiots and the morons and people who are useless bottom feeders, what they call the uninitiated or the um, uh, I forget what they call. But uh, yeah, the, the people that aren't up to uh, evolution, their type of evolution, the profane, that's what they call us, the profane people. Uh, right. Yeah, any anyone that's uh, not as uh, at to a certain level of intelligence and evolution, boom, they're gone because they want the planet to evolve to the next stage of evolution, and we can't do that when we have these, you know, mouth breathers. That is another double double theory that they're they're possibly pulling on us. And you know what? I I tend to think about that a lot. You know, are, are they you, trying to evolve humans? Are you I talking about the idea that they thinned the herd by getting all the stupid people to take the vaccine so that they could split the society and then the swap would be ego stroking the people who did not to try to get them to do now? I don't know what, what they if they ego stroke, but they would be, be able to do whatever they wanted because those people would be is that dead. What you're thinking, Jen? Would be alive. That is what I've said on the show yeah, numerous okay. times. So that, that is my theory is that they, they call the herd. They, they build those people up, though. Everyone who gets the vaccine. Yeah, good for you. Oh, my gosh. You're 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 saving grandma next door. Oh, yeah, everyone, for sure. I thought you said everyone who doesn't get the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And shitting on them. But then all of I these did. people who do that die. And then the yes. government around and says, great job. You guys. You have it. It. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the cream of the crop. Some, like Hunger Game shit, man. But, but but we have a job to do now. And some people, some of us are going to fall for that shit and say, oh, yep, 
I'm up to the challenge. I did it. Instead right. of saying, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't trust you now. I didn't trust you then. Fuck you still. That's, some people are going to be like, yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. So you're, you're, now you're splitting it into 25%. So you have 50-50. You get rid of the 50 then you left with the original 50 that said, fuck you, I'm not getting the jab. So then the ego stroke, some of them would be like, oh, good job, you passed the test. Now we now we need you guys because you guys were smarter than the ones who took the jab. Blah, blah. That was just population control. We wanted the smartest, the brightest, blah, blah, blah. You guys thought for yourself, we need more people like you. Now that's going to be divisive. Now you're going to have the people that are like, oh, fuck, yeah, I did the, oh, it was a test. I passed it. Uh, what do you need? And then you're going to get, Damn right, don't tread on me. And then you're going to get the other side that's going to be like, yeah, I still don't trust that your ego stroking me. Now you've split it again. So now you're down to 25% of the population. Those are going to be the last ones that I'm not sure what their next tactic would be after that. But I don't know. Well, I so could see that. You don't want to be there, people. Let's just get a jab and fucking be over. No, I'm just Because Chris, I know you talked about this too in the, the solar uh, cycles and all this stuff uh, and possible resets in the past and possible future resets. So if they you actually, read my mind, I was just about to start talking about yeah. that. Yeah. So, so we know that if, if, if they're as smart as we give them credit for, which I don't really think they are, but the, they here, if they actually are aware of this, like esoteric knowledge that there's resets every couple hundred years or a couple thousand, whatever it is, what would be the purpose in doing all this with depopulation and all that shit? If they knew something was coming soon, like an asteroid or, you know, a pole shift or whatever the fuck might happen. Like what would be the purpose of doing all this ahead of that? Just to make their job easier. Like, what I think so. I think that if they have like a pre cleanse before the, the big cleanse that it makes everything easier. I don't, that is definitely a possibility for me that I don't know if it's a cataclysm from a meteor or something that naturally happens with our planet. But I do believe that there are cycles where everything is destroyed somehow, whether they know how to do it themselves or it's some outside influence. And I definitely think we're overdue for one of those. There's overwhelming evidence that the earth has, has been through plenty cataclysms in the past and has wiped off a large portion of the population. So if it is indeed coming again and they know because man, they, they know astrology, they, they know cycles. These, these people who are at the very top, they know what's going on. And I, I couldn't, I could never say that there, there's uh, at the very top, there's someone that doesn't know because I think, at least there's one motherfucker at the top that knows that's passing down little information. Uh, but if that one guy knows that the, the world is about to go through a massive cataclysm and, and 80, 90% of the people are going to be wiped out. I don't know. Uh, maybe you might want to wipe out those, those profane people first to make sure they don't repopulate after this, this, um, cataclysm you know i'm but, actually on board with sometimes i yeah. agree with bill gates i'm like i go i drive on the road and i'm like you know what he might be onto something here there's a <laughs> there's a lot of people that should not be here yeah but i definitely think that uh climate change is one of the next agendas yeah i think that's coming before the alien invasion for sure i think that uh they're trying to get people into their little smart cities so they can actually say that the power grid is connected to climate change and climate change is affecting these power grids so they can shut people's power off and be in control of this centralized power grid that they, that's their wet dream, I believe, is coming up because that's the one of the reasons they're trying to get people to move from the countries and rural areas into cities and along the coasts. Another thing along the coast, 
what you know they may know that the coasts are going to be enveloped by huge tidal waves in the near future that's another reason they could be possibly getting everybody to go to the coast but for sure they're trying to get people into big cities uh, i think that they have the climate change agenda all set up they can control the weather for sure they've been uh cloud seeding for years I know they've, I, I have in my heart, I know they fucked with hurricanes. I know they've been able to steer hurricanes in certain directions uh, and also control many aspects of the weather as well as they can probably uh, have a certain amount of control on earthquakes and volcanoes as well. Uh, from what I've heard, they've had plenty of researchers that going deep into that, that they can, they believe that they have uh, a lot of control on what the core of the planet is doing as far as its heat and release. So I think they have a lot of control of a lot of that shut stuff and it might be part of the next agenda. Yeah. Like that explosion. Was it in Tonga? Was that what that was? That random. Yeah. It, they said it was a underwater. Uh, no, I don't know for sure, but I, you know, I, I, I it's a, a big possibility. I think they can control that stuff. Well, yeah, or at least like they drop a nuke down, you know, some or bury it or whatever. Like that would look kind of the same as a volcano, right? Especially yeah. out of the water. I, I'm just stupid though. I don't know anything about that. But that whole story was really very suspect. Same thing with the uh, not to pivot too far away, but just speaking of suspect stories. What do you uh, what do you think about this newest rave of uh, shooters going on? And particularly the Texas one is so full of holes. It's not even funny. I, I if listeners haven't looked into it, just look into it because it's fucking I, yeah cool. i'm at the point where i'm sitting back and just observing now i i do not i do believe it's no different than any of the other recent shootings we've had where uh a disturbed individual is singled out by a clandestine group that clandestine group takes advantage of this person in certain ways maybe voice to skulls at him uh you know voice to skull technology maybe it's just uh maybe offering him certain things, but I definitely believe there's outside influence from these clandestine groups for these mentally ill people that they know are right on the edge or put them on the edge. Uh, and then it's, it's all downhill from there. Maybe they're given uh, instructions to, to do something before they die. And, uh, you know, given promises that uh, they'll uh, live a better life or something i don't know i don't know how that stuff works but i do know that there is definitely something going on with the um mind control aspect of people yeah i would totally agree with that there's it uh, broader though like just the everything on especially the newest one in texas everything hit on talking points that they're trying to control the the ar guns the uh well, yeah all these different little things were just so perfectly shoehorned into what they're trying to push and again right before midterms uh when did we see the george floyd thing that was in june of 2020 now it's been two years later and now we have the racist shooting in buffalo and then this crazed school shooter you know using all the weapons they're trying to ban they've been trying to ban forever and they just happen to be using those exact weapons it's just a little too perfect you know yeah it's pretty sad that <laughs> that people are still falling for these types of things. This is the type of stuff that, that keeps us in this cycle of having to worry about our government taking away our guns and disarming us. Uh, 
this is one of the things that has always been one of the hugest agendas for these elites. And I don't think they can go forward with the next step of whatever huge plan this is until they get rid of our guns, because they know if they don't get rid of our guns, we are going to be a force to be reckoned with because it's not going to be easy to just enslave us and take us over while we still have guns. They got rid of Canada's. They got rid of Australia's. I have a feeling that we are a hard next in that uh, agenda and they're going to keep pulling these uh, staged events until they achieve that goal uh, because they don't want us armed whenever it all goes down. That's going to create a huge backlash in America, though. Sorry, but that's not going to go over well. No, I don't think it's going to work at all. I don't. I think that's the, our saving grace. They are not going to be able to disarm us. You know, I don't think it's, it's possible. Well, uh, they'll have to do it in a different way, though. They're not going to do it by just creating a law that says you can't have guns anymore. They're going to do it very differently, and it might be dark. It might not. Who knows? But it oh, might it's definitely be, gonna be dark for sure. Dogs coming to your house and just shooting you in the head if they sense a gun in the house. Who knows? I'm just <laughs> well, <kidding. laughs> the the first way they would try. I mean, the, the people's fear of like they're coming to your door and like give us all your guns. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But and the reason is because uh, like a lot of people have said on other shows, you just tell them you had an unfortunate boating accident and all of your guns are at the bottom of the lake. Ah, sorry, I don't have any guns anymore. But they'll have sensors for if they're coming to your door. They're going. No, to I'm talking about the first scenario of a cop coming to your house and we're confiscating all your guns. Guns. And without a search warrant, like that would be such a hassle of paperwork to get a search warrant for everybody's fucking house. Yeah, Not to I mention, I don't think they would do it unless they knew there were guns in the house for sure. Right. And I have some, some registered sort of... to me. Right. But, that's but you're also I'm talking about sending local PD who are humans to people that are in their community. And I don't, I think, don't think the cops are going to enforce that shit really at will. all. Not here. Hell no. They're just going to quit. They'll be like, I guess we don't work here anymore. <laughs> well, that brings us to the point of when is that breaking point where military and police just throw down their arms like, fuck, I'm not, I'm not participating in this shit. Are there individuals that aren't brainwashed in mind control at higher levels of the military that may snap out of it? I don't know, because it seems like they have a pretty good hold on mind control victims in the military that are pretty hard up to do anything that they're given orders to do. And it makes me wonder how many of those are really in existence. And if there's people in the higher levels of military that aren't programmed that way, that uh, maybe could be responsible for a coup one day, maybe there's a coup rolling right now. Maybe some of the stuff Q said might have well, some truth to it. I don't know. I think that what they are doing is that they are, being patient to fill the ranks with not so much the old school people that would never do that to their own population, but the kids that have grown up thinking that guns are bad, they're going in for college, they're not ready to deploy, they're not ready to do this or that. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we got the order, we're deploying within the states because guns are bad. Oh, shit, I actually believe that. I think that we should enforce that. We got a bunch of, you know, Q MAGA loving people that have all their guns, they're bad, white supremacists, we need to take their guns away. And I actually see that being more plausible, not so much from the top, but from swelling the ranks with those people and siphoning it down to accept those people and having the screening being a reverse of instead of getting these, you know, more hardcore gun toting, let's go kick the bad guy's ass. 
filling it up with people that think the opposite of that demilitarization, but they're going in for college or this, that, and the other now enforcing that on their own people. So I don't personally, I don't think that it, they only need one at the top that really starts to push that. And then once they get in a massed swelling of the ranks to support it, now you're talking about a different echelon of people, young, able-bodied people who believe that the cause of taking away the people's guns is actually correct. Now you do have an issue. And I think that that's more or less what they're being patient with. Well, I, I see the military numbers dwindling big time in the past few years. So I don't know if uh, the younger people have the same kind of initiative to, to even join the organizations anymore. That could also be a problem they could work into their favor. Like Jen was talking about the CCP, the the whole. It sounds like the CCP, like that's what the CCP is. The it's whole, just uh... a bunch of people who are like, "I will do whatever you say." Yeah. And in the chief witness book that I just read, this chick was Kazakh, and she was made. She was into a in a little concentration camp in China, and she read like a three-part plan for China's takeover of the world. And in no part of the plan did it say they would take over America. And I thought that was super weird. So there's something else going on where America will fall before that because they want to take over like Europe and Africa and all these places. But the U.S. would never allow that to happen. So how is that possible? I don't I'm know. Not, Biden in there. I'm maybe. not saying that they're brilliant. OK, but if they have no plan, but also, oh, so she also had to read all of their number one enemies and the U.S. was number two or three as China's number one enemy or like or their top 10 enemies, whatever. It was their number three. Yeah. So the plan to take them down in their three part plan, but they're listed as one of their top three enemies. Something else is going on. I have a feeling China is being used as a tool for warring factions. Uh, I think there's a bunch of different elite factions with different ideas of the, the outcome they want from this. And I think all of them are trying to get at China to use it as a military tool, as a technology tool, to use their social credit system as a template for this global control system. So, I mean, they're using China for everything that they've already implemented in their own country. And they see it and they're like, oh, this is good slavery stuff. So, you know, they, they want to get China to impl implement that good slavery stuff across the planet. And then they, they can take control of it, not necessarily necessarily china but china has the illusion that they're controlling a lot of this stuff that's just where i'm at you know it's compliance out of fear though they yeah. comply because they're fucking terrified and they have no idea how their social credit system works so they don't know when their social credit score goes down why at least experian will tell you or even credit karma fucking credit karma is not your real credit score people but it will tell you why your score went down it's like well you spent a little too much on this one credit card last month that's why your score went down. The social credit system in China, they're like, your score's down. You can't buy this today, but we're not going to tell you why. And they have to just go in their head and mentally do gymnastics as to why they fucking have a lower score. No clue. It could be for no reason at all. And that constant guessing is a perfect recipe for control. They have no clue. Yeah, just keeping them in a limbic state at all times. Just, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You just do what we tell you. You, you obey us now. You don't even know yeah. what that is. Though. I think, you know, that's another reason they're pushing, they're normalizing all forms of mental illness in the United States. 
Because if we normalize mental illness and we keep people pumped up on pharmaceuticals to perpetuate this mental illness, they're going to start to believe that all this bullshit that they've been fed is like for their own good. They'll be easier to mind control. They won't be able to think for themselves. I think that's what's been happening for years in this country is they've been trying. They're, they're putting mentally ill people like in front of cameras in the forefront and saying this is what everybody's like now. You know, this is just normal. Everybody's, you know, uh, an insane trans uh whatever they are, cisgendered person or tea kettle, whatever they want to be. Anxiety and ADHD and everything else. Too. So everyone feels depressed. Yeah. We all have those feelings. So they latch on. It's like a horoscope in a way. They latch on to anything that you can feel that is relatable to you. And you're like, oh, yes, that's all I want to feel right now. And then they're like identifying. I'm depressed. I'm bipolar. That's how I'm anxious. That's how pharmaceutical commercials are. They're like, do mm. you ever sad sometimes do you ever feel like maybe things aren't going quite right ask your doctor about suflexa or whatever the no, instead of doing the work yourself so you have to do the mental work yourself you are the only person who can get through that and get better from it some people maybe can take pharmaceuticals to feel better i i don't know what everyone's situation is personally i'm not shitting on anyone who takes i'm not shitting on all pharmaceuticals either you take a vicodin uh, you'll feel amazing but it's fleeting <laughs> sure. but there are certain <laughs> situations where you can do the work and you can feel a hundred percent better by just choosing to feel a different way it sounds impossible when you're in that mind state but you can do it i think it's all about trying to get the masses to forget what rational uh, clear thinking is what people who are normal um, instead of having all these mental disorders and your mind is all muddied by pharmaceuticals and the bullshit you've been indoctrinated with for years. And now they're, they're making it even worse. So you don't even know what healthcare is. You don't know what true mental illness is. Uh, kid diddling is okay because it's a new form of uh, attraction, you know, minor attracted person, like all these Things that we used to think was that sexuality. Ah, maps, minor attracted persons. Right, yeah. Really go both ways, which right. makes it very confusing for me. And I would the love kid to is talk like, to the person who invented that shit. The kid's like, the "Well, same. I'm not a gap. I'm not a geriatric attracted person. So how does this work?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember just 20 years ago, people were talking about you know killing pedophiles and stringing them up if they get around their kids. And now they're like trying to be put up on on a pedestal and be like, "Well, no, that's just the way they are. We got to accept them." Just like all the other mentally ill people, we got to have them be our mayors and police officers and leaders in our community. We could just put them all on an island, too, and blow it up. Like I said, there's an easy solution to a lot of this. Oh, yeah, just baby. Those, about 50 cents a piece. I mean, it would take more than a few, but I'll supply half of it. Anyone who feels like watching kids is a great idea, and I'm not going to go farther with that, they can die. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to take that back ever. We support that for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, we're coming up on an hour. I got uh, my friend Murph coming over. We're going to barbecue for Memorial Day. So we'll Sweet. wrap it up here. Unless you got anything else to say. I know you keep your shows to a pretty strict hour. So I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> noticing that and that. doing, yes. Uh, but tell everybody where they can find you and all your shit. And uh, we'll get the hell out of here. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, you can find me. Our website is forbiddenknowledge.news. 
Find us on all podcast platforms. Check us out on Rockfin. This is where you get our premium content. And uh, we're on Odyssey and Rumble. And also check out supportfkn.com if you guys want to help out in any way with the doc. Anything is greatly appreciated. And we want to come out and be able to uh, visit as many of you guys as possible and hang out with you. So thank you again for having me on, guys. This was fun. Fuck yeah, dude. Course. We can't yeah, wait to uh, hang out with you again. And you get, you get to actually meet Ben this time, unless he's. Yeah. Old, but yeah. No, For sure. We got to meet your ass, Ben. You betcha. <laughs> meet your ass. All right, you guys. Uh, thanks, all the listeners. Thanks, the 